listeners down to watch uh, what is this throwback random day? Uh, <laughs> we watch we watch Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind because it's an amazing, awesome, badass movie. My name is Raul, and uh, I have here Dan, yo, and Mike's uh, over by the computer. Hi, and uh, that's just how we go. What's up, guys? Everybody watched the movie, or did anybody miss it? Well, you guys have seen it way more than so many times than I. So but, many times. Yeah, so I forgot a lot of things. So this is actually going to be me saying things that you guys are going to go, duh. Uh, all right. A That's, little bit. A little bit. I'm okay with that. But it's also me appreciating the movie for what it's doing in a lot of the ways. Like, it's for what it's uh, crafting, you know? What is that? At mean? least in the setup. So, um, um, yeah, I guess we can start with what I was... Uh, da, 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 ding, 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 ding. Okay, so like... You, okay, so you know when you see this the first time, right? Yeah. The whole opening part, you don't know. Oh yeah. Is a Great. is yeah is is the end of the movie sure. or the setup to their uh, right their their future well, okay. coming back together. That, already okay. we're off to we're off to a messed up start because well, Michelle Gondry right. likes twisting the world around. Yeah. He, uh, not more than Michelle Gondry, but uh, Charlie Kaufman. And yeah. We'll start right. By saying exactly. Michelle Gondry, I think, is a genius director. Uh, but this is the crazy combo of like an amazing. But yes, Charlie Kaufman similar... is a better writer. Yeah, right. Charlie Kaufman right. is probably the best writer in Hollywood. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, and then, then yeah, that's why he Whoa. got to that point where he starts directing his own right crazy stuff, so... which is almost not as impactful, even I'd say. I because agree. This, yeah, because yeah. you're taking a, a, his script but letting a guy who can craft it into even a more powerful. Not thing. only that, but he's Visual. used to. I, I'm used to seeing Charlie Kaufman. Uh, you know, being handled by directors who have uh, singular visions, right. like Spike Jones, like Michelle Gondry, right, right, right. Uh, and that's I think that's better. I think it's I mm-hmm. think they're just they've honed that craft so much mm-hmm. that Kaufman is fine as a director. Yeah, uh, he but his he he tells a really good story and he understands that you don't always have to tell it uh, in um, in a linear way. Right. As a matter of fact, sometimes it's better to tell it mm-hmm. uh, in a in a slightly confusing way because that's how the characters feel. Yeah, and I feel like it actually helps with uh, repeat viewings because mm-hmm. you can go back and watch things from a whole different perspective right. than the first time. So the first time in lo- most good. What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. The first time, what? You what? What'd go you ahead. Say? Just you... talk, Mike. This is real. No, no, no. Go, go. Real deal. What What's happening? wrong? Something's too high, too low. No, no, no. Good. You guys are fine. Oh, okay. All right. Um. Totally. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. So the director versus uh, with the writer combo. Um, what was I going to say? Well, okay. So the way the reason I stopped you and started again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. The reason I stopped you and started again mm-hmm. was because I wanted to say oh, yeah, that yeah. Uh, Michelle Gondry likes to mix and match uh, his time frames and stuff. That's not right, right, the right. right way to say that. But uh, <laughs> you were saying uh, we start at the end, and it's right. not at the end. It's the beginning it of the, the end. Wait, well, actually, it's for the most part still closer to the beginning. It's just that in the we version see of the, the movie, rest of the movie, we see the rest of the past of the movie, right? Like the whole thing is a setup to get to that part. But the movie but. happens. We see the past, but it's happening in real time because it's being erased in that order. So technically, right, exactly. we're watching the progression of time in the correct order. It's just that yeah. that involves going into the past. Yeah, and the way they do it's uh, the way – I mean this is a combination of both of them I think in terms of how Michelle Gondry decided to cut to that point because there's a specific point 
mm-hmm. once you know this movie, where you can see right when the credits start mm-hmm. is the point when we shift back in time. Yeah. Within, like, the real time of the, right, like, right. the way things went down. But it cuts perfectly <laughs> in terms of being a linear thing. Yeah, almost. you're right. Like, yeah. if you didn't know. If, if you didn't have any clue, you would just be kind of weird because it's like he's in his car. He's all happy with uh, um, Tangerine Girl. What's her name? Uh, Clem. Clementine. 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 So he's all happy with her. Beginning credits. It, okay, so I, I, I went back in a couple times just to see the way he cut this because it's, like, not a hard jump cut. It's, like, a fade out. From that happy thing mm-hmm. to a hard cut, uh, music starts, credits roll from the same shot perspective. Mm-hmm. And he's crying in his car. Right. Right? Jim Carrey's yeah. crying And in we his do car. see him. So. We see that. Uh, something happened. We have to know something happened. But we're not really, in, well, we as see, a viewer, we don't really care. Don't we, we see that, that car scene again, mm-hmm. like, uh, in, in, with uh, the correct perspective, right? We, no. go, we, we We see him crying in his car again, not just at the beginning of the movie. We we see him like why would you do that, Clem? And he's yelling and he's hitting the steering. What do you mean wheel. we see it again though? When I mean we, we see it, it at the beginning. That's right here at the very beginning. Um, and then we see it later when he's without the music. When you can hear what he's saying to himself. yeah, but that's still after the shifted point. I think already. That's not still from that. Yeah. The, that, uh, okay. No, the first the first. Shift. The, I mean, during the musical cue uh-huh. is in is before the shift. No, it's not. It's not. Like, the Beck song comes in, he's listening mm-hmm. to his car, he throws the tape out the window, the music stops, right, when he right. takes the tape out or whatever. That's all after the shift in time. That's the end of what we see at the end of the movie, which is really the beginning of their story. Okay. Right, yeah. That's kind of confusing. No, I know, but I'm saying that's but a, I, I, it's a I, good cut. I it's know a it good... makes sense to me when I'm watching it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, and that's what I really appreciated, like, seeing it this time, because I did know that, obviously, like, after seeing it, the, I mean, the very first time, I didn't know. That was going on, Obviously, right? That's the surprise. Right. You don't really know. As the story progresses, you can kind of, if you remember and you're watching very carefully mm-hmm. that first 10 minutes, you can pick up on things. And I made a list of those things. That reminds memory me. That, yeah. Uh, so you're saying you had never seen this before? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I've seen no, this like you, multiple you times. You haven't like, seen this, just not as many Not as many times. as you. Yeah, right, like right. maybe three. And it seems like you've definitely got a better grasp than it, of it than I do already. <laughs> it seems like <laughs> you had a pretty good well, idea. I, I re- just rewatched it. I think you said because you've seen it so many. Like, but I so haven't seen it in maybe like six years or seven years. Well, that's it. Yeah, and I think I hadn't. Because this came out in 2004, and that's yep, 12 years ago. Yeah, so I think I, pro- I might not have seen this for even nine yeah, maybe Between a little five bit more and around nine there. Years. Yeah. But so. for sure, I saw it when it came out in theaters. I saw it twice. Mm-hmm. And, then, oh, wow. and then when it came out on video, I got it immediately. Yep. And I saw it probably another four or five times, a couple times with director's commentary. Um, yeah. And Just then obsessive quality of like. A lot of those mm-hmm. memories have kind of washed away since then. I, oh, yeah. I don't remember. I remember, no, you know, a little bit about uh, how the, some of the special effects were made, which was amazing. Uh, all the all the um, there's a ton of uh, uh, practical effects in it everywhere. Like yeah. there's a ton of digital effects for sure. That car that falls mm-hmm. out of nowhere, uh, mm-hmm. the street that has the same ending at, at both sides. Well, yeah, and even the cutting out of street names in the books and all that's probably digital mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But, but yeah. there's other stuff like baby, um, baby Joel is all uh, forced perspective. Uh, there's no, yeah. there's no digital. Oh, I was trying there. to figure out. Cause at some points it looked like the background, the backdrop of that scene was uh-huh. maybe like a, like a painted, uh, like a, uh, what do you call it? No, I, mean, I believe it's a thing. fully built, but set. it might be, it might be. Yeah. Cause yeah. then other shots, it looked real. So yeah, it probably, I've seen, I've seen footage from like, oh, shooting them shooting in that space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's so crazy looking. It's so yeah. weird looking. Cause you can yeah. see if you just move like five feet to the right, that they're mm-hmm. the exact same size. 
And you know they had to have both sizes at some point so that when they shot uh, Kate Winslet running big. around to the other side. Yeah, and there's yeah. that point when she goes under the table with him and, and becomes, becomes his size. size. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. Oh, it's so cool, it's man. It's a trippy thing, yeah. But no, yeah, okay. So, oh, right off the bat, this movie's oh. hitting, it hits me pretty hard because it's all about like a lot of feelings that I think a lot of us uh, recognize. Yeah, like breakup kind of right. stuff. Yeah. And, and not just that, but like uh, the futility of a lot of stuff that you do and like how, like, when he's throwing the stuff together in the bag, right? How like, uh, and this is the bag that he takes to Lacuna Inc., the company right. that erases your mind. Uh, hopefully, you've seen this movie, or doesn't erase your mind, but erases the specific. You wouldn't know what the shit we're talking about. <laughs> what? Anybody you who hasn't seen, seen this it? movie yeah. is just listening to this episode. Well, I think most people. Like, I want to say most people that have seen this are going to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's right. not going to be the likelihood. I don't think anybody would listen to this without having seen this movie. Yeah, but for anybody who has. A quick recap. This mm. movie is about a guy who finds out that his longtime or his very, uh, a very uh, a strong relationship that he's had with his girlfriend has come to an end because yeah, not the even girl, a long time, but very like, but, uh, but very impactful. Uh, yeah, uh, very uh, passionate. Passionate. There you go. Yeah. Very passionate yeah. relationship has come to an end because the girl, after after having gotten into a fight, the girl has contacted this company called Lacuna Incorporated, uh, and they have erased him from her mind. Yeah, which we don't even know at well, first. We right. think it's just him. We just him. know that and then we realize, he's very oh, shit, sad he about her. Oh, no, we find out, yeah, because she did it, so then he's like, I'm doing it. Because mm-hmm. she yeah. did it, right? Because uh, so, David Cross, a little special guest. Right. By David Cross, David Cross great performance by hands him. over a card that he was given that says, do not mention this person to this girl. Right. Uh, she no like longer ignore. remembers him. She yeah. no longer remembers him, so don't don't mention it. Uh, Jim Carrey, in his, in his uh, angst, goes to them, to that couple friend. That they right. Have. Not even in a good. Not even. Oh wait. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Oh, so you're saying the, at the beginning, at the, the very beginning yeah, of the movie, yeah. says what the what the hell? Uh, you know, I Before went he to talk to car. her. She acted like she doesn't know me. What's going on? Yeah. Um. Then they give him the card, and he says this is a sham. He goes to see this company, finds out that they're willing to do the same procedure for him, and well, that's when they do. I just want to backtrack one second on that because, like, yeah, when he doesn't, when she doesn't know him. It seems like the coldest shit ever because you still don't oh, yeah. know about that. And so you see she has like a new boyfriend, which you don't see but his we face. Don't see, yeah, we don't see that quite immediately. We right. just know he's real bummed out about something. And you know the voice, though, because if you've seen the movie, that's when you know, too. Mm-hmm. Even if you forgot it, because like for a second, I forgot that like uh, the whole Elijah Wood thing. What's his, about, what is that his was name? Elijah what Wood. is Elijah Wood's name? I love his name? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, that? Oh, Patrick. Patrick. Because okay. he goes, I love the way that... He, Jim Carrey, okay, and so I'm just gonna. I want to dive into this because I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. The story's great. It's a, one of the most beautiful love stories I've ever seen, uh, and it. Really, and there's only so much we can explain before right. you just have to see it because it's mainly it's we, so purely visual, it, and it really speaks to just how uh, tragic and impossible and just fruitless love can be, mm. and then you just do it anyways because, like Woody Allen would say, because you need the eggs. So <laughs> you so just so. Could go watch it if you haven't seen it. It's a great story. I want to jump into how awesome the things that they do in this movie are. And I wanted yeah. to start when we said Patrick right now. Yeah. The idea that he doesn't know exactly who Patrick is or what Patrick looks like reflects in – as they're erasing his memory of anything related to her. Right. He can't – he doesn't know what he looks like. So when he sees um, uh, uh, Clementine kissing him, right. she, he, he turns him around. And all he has is the back of his head. 
Oh, yeah, later on when they're in the memory. Yeah, yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, Also, there's another part where he kind of looks at him like after he dropped the things near the doorway inside of Lacuna. Right. And he sees like a weird distorted face. Yeah. Because he just has an idea of what he looks like. (laughs) And even when he asks – and then he immediately asks the doctor – uh, played by uh, this guy who I've seen a million times but don't remember. Oh, Tom, hold on. Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson. There you go. Uh, he, he goes, oh, who's that? He goes, oh, that's Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as if he's like <laughs> struggling with the name or something. Right. It's just so good, man. The, the way that they mess around with memory and stuff, it's well, brilliant. Dude, yeah, you're right because, yeah, he doesn't know – we know, know who like. Elijah Wood is. We right. know the involvement, but he doesn't specifically know. Because no. he never meets these guys. When they come to his house right. to clear his memory while he's sleeping, he mm-hmm. doesn't ever see them. Right. Yeah. Him and, so, him and uh, Mark Ruffalo. He, I, he, I mean, he meets everybody but Patrick. He's exactly. met everybody. Right. So he's, right. everybody's normal. Right. But yeah. And then uh, another thing that he does is when he comes back to memories that are supposed to be erased, yeah. mm-hmm. Tom Wilkinson doesn't have a face. Because they've erased Tom Wilkinson's face from his memory. Yeah. Like, oh, stuff right, like yeah. that is brilliant. Oh, man. yeah. There's progressive stuff that happens in the movie that you can visually see things mm-hmm. disappearing and being destroyed. Now, Like the books in the bookstore. Even at the beginning, even earlier than that, dude, which I love is like the first introduction of this style, mm-hmm. which you, if you're not paying attention, you might even miss it. Where Talk like backgrounds? Uh, no, no, not just backgrounds. Yeah, that's one from the streets and stuff. Like when they're on the streets and the reversal of the streets. Remember well, that? No, like it in, looks like a mirror image of yeah, itself. Yeah, I think it's like you can't go off the, the corner of the, of the same street and the same yeah, street. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And you can see the signs are reversed on the. On what the were sign. you saying, Mike? No, I was going to say, in like the first two, three minutes of the movie, when he's walking through his house, all, yeah, no, every no. time he leaves a room, it blacks out. Well, no, that's oh. not his house. That's what I was going to say. So it goes from that bookstore scene with the girlfriend. I mean, with, uh, with her. With Jim Carrey seeing, you know, supposedly Elijah Wood, whatever them kids, right. he Somebody. walks away from that because he's telling that story, right? Mm. Which you don't know in that moment. You think that that's the actual thing just like happening. cinematic, right. yeah, like callback to that. But it's really the memory in his head mm. that's getting erased as he walks from that room into his friend's room to, to get that piece of information yeah, about yeah. Clementine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because remember, you see the name disappear, dude. Oh, you see the her name, name. Dis- her yeah, name disappears. Yeah, Clementine Kaczynski or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it disappears. It disappears the on the paper, and, dude. Yeah. And if you're not paying attention, or if you just see this even like the first time, you're just like, oh, that's weird. Like you're right. not really you thinking. Realize, like no, we're no, already in the memory being erased. Erasing yeah, his memory. Right, right. Um. No. Yeah. That's amazing. That shit is like yeah. Because that cut, dude, from the bookstore mm-hmm. to the fading out to in that house is so seamless. It doesn't seem like anything really weird happened. It yeah, just almost right. seems just like a cut. It seems, or it seems like, like a, a like mm-hmm. a like a director's flourish uh, in telling yeah. a story. A flourish without being overzealous yeah, right. with it and just so a calling little, attention just a little, to it. Yeah. Like, little... getting you inter- introduced to this world of uh, mm-hmm. of uh, memory erasing. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I wonder now how much because Charlie Kaufman is definitely a great storyteller. Yeah, uh, for sure. Agreed. But even if it's wrapped up in this whole enigma of like oh no, that's memories that is, going back and that forth. That is his playground. That's yeah. where he. Yeah, that's like, where he. I mean, that's where he. But, no, but what I'm saying is, yeah, that's the thing to really be appreciated. As I think within this story, you still have the framework of a normal story or right. movie, right? Mm-hmm. Of like seeing like Jim Carrey and uh, Kate Winslet like it, like trying to escape being erased together. Yeah. All that shit is like the more just kind of like plot based right. thing. Of Whereas like, yeah. the rest of it is just Where kind the, of a, a thought, uh, thoughts on the emotions you feel during a relationship with somebody. Right. Exactly. Like it's amusing exactly. about emotions that a me- that suddenly becomes a chase. Like, it's yeah, so, right. It's so cool. Right. That's such a cool. Well, just, yeah, I, yeah. I like the idea that, yeah, this whole thing's going on in his mind. 
like he's fighting the thing that he wanted to have done. And he realizes, and this whole process is seemingly real that we're seeing where Jim Carrey's like, okay, we can't go over here. We got to run over here. And the idea of like running through a mindscape, running through different memories and going into like your childhood memories, because we know that they're not targeting that. Mm -hmm. They're targeting only the things involved with Clementine, things that were called to, to specific events. Right. Like the little like globe thing and mm-hmm. little like weird uh, dolls and stuff. Yeah, so he goes to the childhood. So that's what I love too Which, is that whole devotion to like a part of your memory that you know you thought was going to be this great place. But then it really wasn't. But then ultimately it, it's helping to pay off like, now, through the whole thing. Yeah. to you, does this hurt the movie at all? Okay. The fact that we spend most of the movie inside of his mind, mm-hmm. everything we really know about, we don't at, do we, we only actually ever see Clementine. From his perspective? No, no, no. We do see, no, the real Clementine. We see we her see yeah. in what's basically the end cap of the movie, which we see a little bit at the beginning. Right. And then we see at the end. Right. Um, oh, you're saying everything else we everything see. Everything else is his, his interpretation of Clementine. Yeah. So does that take to you? Does that take away anything from her character? No, because I think it, it's informed by that first scene. So when we see that, we know we're seeing the real. We don't know at the time we're seeing the real thing, but ultimately, when you look back on her, you watch the movie you're again. Like, oh, she that is, stuff's in line. She's exactly, like it's that. in line yeah. with it. Yeah, like he's being biased about certain things and says that, and then we see that again. That's what's fucking but amazing see, is that scene at the end mm-hmm. when he's hearing the tapes. Right, Kristen oh, Dunst's yeah, character yeah, 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 yeah. sends them all the files and shit, and is like, which we'll get into the the wraparound story later. No, no, that's fine. But I'm just yeah, because it's uh, yeah, everything pays off. Things mm-hmm. pay off and come back around. Mm-hmm. So I don't think ultimately what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think it hurts the story when we see it from her. From no, his, the from only the only thing is, I, I I feel like if he feels these emotions about her, mm-hmm. is then she is he just having memories of her. Or mm-hmm. in the memories, is she acting like a construct of his? Oh, you mean those specific so ones where, like, they're running question. together is and stuff? Is she being cruel because he thinks of her as cruel in particular moments? Well, no, no. I think, well, I think there's, a, there's a divulsion between memories that already happened and then him gaining control of what's going on and bringing her along on a different route. So we're seeing, like, a memory, but we're seeing the modification of that memory mm-hmm. and what happened in that place for, to, to make it better. Right. We're seeing the good... And that thing that didn't seem maybe so good. So then when we look at these memories of his, and aside from the awesome, crazy uh, special effect flourishes mm-hmm. that, uh, that I suppose express the idea that memory is kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, memory can we, change based but on But do we assume then want, that yeah. everything that actually happens, all the events and stuff, mm-hmm. he remembers them exactly as they happen? See, I, no, I, I don't think so. No. Yeah, okay. I don't think so. like... I mean, he, I think, he's remembering the emotion behind right. the memory then of does, what's implied. Does, then the way that he's mean yeah. that Clementine, the way she acts in his memories, is exactly? Does he remember her partially as being yeah. worse? Oh yeah, than yeah. she was for sure. Well, it's that feeling of like when you know somebody so well that you know if you had just met them, like you don't see all that other stuff. So yeah, like yeah. all these things start to cloud your judgment of that person mm-hmm. in a like very like juvenile way, like a very oh like, yeah oh, lower level sophomore and that thing is, that's see, it just happens. I think. Well, you're having the same thing I'm having. Where I realized when I was trying to like rewatch this that now that Inception's come out, it's changed my perspective of this movie. Because like, yeah, where you're I seeing the dream thinking, within the dream thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I also kept thinking like the way Leonardo DiCaprio's character remembers his wife, and he keeps telling everybody like she's not really like this. This is just kind of the way my mind has constructed right, her. Right. So yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. watching this again, I kept thinking to myself, she's probably not really like this. Because when I right. f- saw this the first time, I was like, wow, she's kind of shitty. See, like I don't know why he would want to be with her to the begin with. Only thing that 
tells me that he's actually remembering her pretty well is how she acts with him when she first meets him on the train. Or she first, yeah, she but thinks she but first even, meets him. But even, even that though doesn't count in my book after watching it Why so not? many times because that's the day after things were erased or for him and she's still like going through this part of like because you have to think if you have well, no, they're two both years erased. of your life, yeah, they're both erased. erased, erased no, no, I know that. What yeah. I'm saying is like, how long will it take for you to be able to not feel broken? Well, yeah, and that's something that's like that, two years deleted. So exactly, so. That's something that I think the movie doesn't care to to I don't think we're supposed to look too far into the logic of this world. I think it's yeah. really more just to experience the emotions because yeah, you can go into the logic of like, well then what the fuck you would just be like what happened to this time? Where was February? What right, what exactly. happened? To, it wouldn't yeah, work you can't break obviously down that brain logically so, yeah. it wouldn't yeah. work in the no, real no, world. But I'm but, saying like I feel like in the movie they're portraying her as someone who's all over the place because mm-hmm. she hasn't put it back together yet. Like that might be part of her personality, but it's mm-hmm. 10 times worse because right, she's missing right, right, right. huge gaps of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that that's be. why she's like, cause she kept being like mad and then not mad. And then she'd like apologize. And right. Like, she was very, I don't know what's with, going uh, on. When she was dating Patrick. When she was going out on dates with Patrick, she was yeah. losing her mind basically. And it's because like for me, like I said, the first time watching, I was just like, Oh, this chick's crazy. But the second time, like, after watching it many times, I feel like it's more at that point because she had so much of her memories stolen. Mm-hmm. Or not stolen. I guess she gave them away. Her her psychology hasn't been put back together yet. So she's, in a way, broken. Well, no, but and it's she's starting like to. flipping off of, like, she's just going back and forth Dude. and seesawing. Because even Joel yep. says he doesn't know why he went over to Montauk. He doesn't know. He's not a person who does yeah, exactly. right. Really fast. Right. Right. That's why I brought up whether or not she's a construct of his mind or not. Because now we're getting into some magical realism shit. Because yeah, she it's like a tells him, kind of... meet me in Montauk. But sure enough, right. there she is in Montauk. Yeah. Yeah. So how? Well, but she also says like in the part where I think they're at the... Which, by the, the way, really picnic. fast. Meet me in Montauk is now one of the best, most romantic lines of, of cinema history to me. <laughs> that is an awesome line. No. Meet me in... no. Well, no, but I think even You're more so... fart. Mike, no. I, I'm going to give you even more credit, Raul, because yeah. I think it's not... I don't think it's a magical realism thing. I think it's going off of that, which I guess you could perceive as magical realism. But it's the idea that even as hard as you can try, even if you take a scientific procedure... To erase memories, uh-huh. if you're meant to kind of be with somebody or like it's like these like natural forces are drawn together sure, idea. Sure. So therefore, just like even the Montauk thing. Yeah, because you see him at the beginning, which you don't when you watch this the first time. Which no, he went to Montauk. He, he just runs. Yeah. He runs to the train. He goes to Montauk. He has no clue His why. shit told him to go to Montauk. Yeah. And he meets her. He still meets her and even tries to avoid her two and three times and like trying to say hi and whatever and not really talking to her. Right. And then she makes the first move and then it's whatever, you know. Well, I was going to say... And then you realize, like, okay, like, yeah, how is that even that they're going to run into each other in Mont... Like, yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? So there they is something else go going on. So something faded. It's for a faded him, thing. I, I might go with the faded thing for her. She says a line that whenever she's stressed out or feels out of it, she goes mm-hmm. there. That's right. what she does. Well, so, yeah, but, he, but he imprinted that probably, in her. He imprinted well, that... She imprinted that in him earlier before all the memories. Yeah, but what I'm so saying he is, still like, had the reason that. she's there Plus, is because uh-huh. she still feels all broken. Plus, so I don't. I, I mean, stressed out. But That's she had just been there. Go. She had just been there the night before, too. 
Yeah, exactly. No, so that's the funny thing that I just realized thinking about this now is that Patrick, remember Patrick is trying to use, he's trying to be very Oh, Patrick is the sick, worst. Dude. Patrick is he the is worst. He's a dirty person. bird. Dude. Yeah, well, he so takes is, so is Mark person. Ruffalo. I know. Nah, no, 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 no. Well, that's Ruffalo's, a whole other thing. Ruffalo's he's fun. All right. Ru- yeah, Ruffalo's a fun he's doing ass. He's the same character. thing with Mary. No, he's not. No, he says he doesn't know. He said no, remember he, he said he didn't know. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's pretty straight up. He's pretty straight up. man. Shut up. No, I like he's so likable. He's so likable. His part and he was made for this part of like ah, damn it can i put that on pause one second yeah 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 so so patrick just to go on to finish this point mm-hmm. so patrick finds jim carrey's shit doesn't throw it away because no, remember no, all no, the memory keeps, stuff yeah, yeah. they're he's like oh we just destroy map. it it's like a map he's using yeah the doctor says we just destroy this stuff but instead he takes that shit finds kate winslet's apartment puts it in a backpack or, uh, where she works in a backpack. yeah he's carrying around he's referencing lines that jim carrey wrote and said Bro. in his life to Which clementine is- which and is, then, dude, I think that helps. Count amount to rape, by the way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it's no, mind rape. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's mind rape. Yeah. All right, go ahead. So the, what I'm saying is that I think this helps bring back to Clementine's mind, recalling oh, these right, lines. Right. Okay. So, yeah. I, okay. So yeah, then yeah, she's yeah. ready and primed to go when they ultimately meet again after right. Jim Carrey's cleared too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That, All right. I can beginning. follow that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. No, I agree 100. Yeah. That's good. I like that. That loosened it up. Because it doesn't make then, sense that they can delete one memory without every exactly. other association. Everything else falling apart, right. of yeah, course. Right. That's why there's a huge – and I think this happens a lot with Charlie Kaufman movies. You just have to take a leap of faith mm-hmm. – or not a leap and of you, faith, you, but you the suspension take, of disbelief. And you've got to take the germ right. of what he's trying to say. Right. It's not always – yeah, it's not this always is, logical. It's a, this is a painting. It's not a series of pictures that tells you what happened. Yeah, it's and a he's, painting that taking, tells you what he feels. Exactly. And he's taking the emotion of the idea of like being attracted to someone. How do you quantify that mm-hmm. and write that logically? You know what right, I'm saying? He's taking right, that right, leap right. of faith kind of idea. Yeah. But I have to admit, the, in this series of events and a lot of the things that – I'm sure you guys have experienced a lot of the, thi- the, the kind of moments that they highlight here in this movie. Even the nope, good ones never. and the uh, uncomfortable ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sad, Mike. Not on this really level are. maybe, but yeah. But still, like we can still understand can, what's going I, on. Like you said in the beginning, this movie has like so many things that I connect to that that's why to me this is such a great movie. Like, yeah, I don't usually get emotionally invested in movies. You know me, like I, I just look at them very analytically and try to figure out the pattern. And then once I figure out the pattern, I'm done with it. This but movie, a movie like this—that's the most boring thing you could do. Well, yeah, try and find I mean, a pattern in the beauty of a collage. Or actually, you know what I wrote is um, I wrote something that this is, this seems like to me like decoupage. What did I write? You know what decoupage is? Like that art where you yeah. like stick pieces of like – it's like you're collaging with like weird shit on top of shit. Mm-hmm. So no. it's just like a mishmash of like visuals that somehow yeah. connect together and look cool as art. But taken as piece by piece is not interesting. Okay. Or it's like simple. It's very simple. I can see that. Yeah. So real quick uh, – and because this we can get out of the way real quick. The wraparound story. Um, Tom Wilkinson uh, is a dirty old man. Oh, yeah. Um, Not really, though, right? I mean, well, like the inherent nature of his science is like so pseudo kind of. No, no, no. He's a dirty old man. He cheated on yeah, his wife. Exactly. And family with this young girl. I don't know about He raised her mind and then started to cheat on them again well, with her no, again. But he, well, but that's the funny thing, though, because with them, it seems like he doesn't pursue her. Like he even says, right, like I never pursued you even at the, the beginning. So we thought clearing it up would help. But then it goes back to that same thing, which happens with the main couple in the movie, is that she again is attracted to him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, you know. 
Well, just I mean, kind of yeah, disproving the whole science a, of this She's always thing. attracted to him because she hasn't learned from anything. Because, exactly, because now right. it's a race. But so it's he's, like, why so wouldn't he's letting it. But, but okay. See, he should have went First to her childhood. He's still married. I mean, like, he should have went to her childhood no, no, he and erased the whatever it was that gave her a oh, thing for man. old men. Seriously. <laughs> That's he okay. Her, he raised her daddy issues <laughs> yeah, from before. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really look at him as like. I don't think he's as dirty as like. Elijah Woods, dirty old. Like Elijah oh, no. Woods, oh no, 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 no yeah, but dude, you, you, I feel the like first I time, I'm coming from a perspective of you don't know a lot of this yeah. stuff from the first mm-hmm. time you're watching this. That's why I can't. It's like, hard for the me to separate like the first time from the, the, the yeah. millionth time. But I feel like I knew that the first time. Dude, I, I, made, like I did too. I made a whole list of clues from the past in the opening segment. Let's hear that list. Well, no, I want you guys oh, to say some right. too and let me see if you can. I just want to hear the list. I didn't man. make a list. So. I know. I don't have a list. <laughs> well, the thing is so that so I wrote things too that I forgot the way that it cuts. I forgot the way that it like cuts uh-huh. at that point, like we were talking about. I thought there was a way more stuff at that beginning scene that flowed, but that just shows how much I like didn't remember mm-hmm. from the from seeing it before. So running into the Montauk thing, obviously, uh, and then we hear voices like in that beginning part. There's like a whispering of voices, like when he's on the beach at that yeah. house. He goes to yeah, that yeah. house on the beach, right? It's her voice. She says like a weird name though, like not his name. Like David? Uh, no, I don't remember what <laughs> no, name she shorter, says. But she it, says like it David is, or something? It's her voice. Um, it's her voice, but it's like, yeah, it's like vague enough that we... Oh, and then the notebook thing is a really good one. Because he says there's two different parts where he's like looking through his notebook. He's like, wow, there's not, there hasn't been an entry in here for two years. Yeah, he says it very slightly. Because which is weird. Obviously because his entries have been removed. They were even ripped out, yeah. yeah. Uh, says I, the journal is blank. Clem says I'm going to marry you. Uh, Elijah Wood seems to know Joel, David. but he doesn't know so him. Yeah, so that's David. when he sees him at the window. Maybe he's talking to David Cross. Oh, dude, there's a funny thing too that they show that in the. Um, there's lots of funny things in this movie. Yeah, oh no, no, yeah, but has, specifically with the Elijah Wood thing when he uh-huh. t- when he first talks about uh, Kate Winslet, dude, you don't hear that audibly. It's only in, it's in subtitles though. Because I was mean? watching it with subtitles, mm-hmm. so that part because it's it's still a, a memory, but because we don't we're not supposed to hear her name, I think mm-hmm. we don't know we don't see it. Or we don't hear it. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? When he's coming out of the kitchen, he's like in the kitchen, and he's talking, oh, yeah, I met her on blah, blah, you know what I'm going uh-huh. oh, You don't yeah. hear the, the, the audible part is cut out of that. Okay. But so what does he know. say? But he says what? What does he really say? Yeah. Oh, he just really says, like, who she is or how he met her or something like well, that. Well, I remember the part where they're still hiding it. That's what I'm they... saying. Like, they're still hiding it. Because, no, we're there us, when he straight up tells, tells um, Ruffalo. Yeah, but he, he did. But we, we're he there says... when he goes, remember that girl we did the other day? Uh-huh. Well, I fell in love with her, and he goes, "Man, you, she was asleep." Oh yeah. right, right, yeah. right, right. Psycho. 
But there's something else about yeah. <laughs> oh, and I misspoke earlier when uh, I said we only. I said when I said we only see uh, the real um, Clementine in the beginning and the end parts. I misspoke because we do see yeah we see her, her with Patrick, and, and that's what I was oh, talking about because she's is, so broken. Yeah, she is. Like, that I, is. I feel like it's not fair to say that his interpretation. She does a great job of how terrifying that must be too. Yeah. No, like, I, it's an amazing performance. Yeah. And well, nobody's ever accused Kate Winslet of being a bad actress. That's for uh, sure. I saw Titanic. Oh, I was like, hey, <laughs> real quick, what I was just reminded of, because you know we were talking about how Montauk wasn't, was remembered by both of them? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In this part when, with, with his dream, the first part we see where he says he has to run away from it mm-hmm. is they run, they're in Montauk and they run from Montauk. So that part's never erased. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking. I see. Maybe. That's cool. Yeah. I, that, if At that's least for a, him. If that's a thing, if that's yeah. how it's, it, it, yeah. I could interpret it that way, and that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I like that. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, because all these places he's running from are Right. They never got to Montauk because he skipped out on Montauk before they got there to erase it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I say, too, that's I think cool. the most beautiful image in this movie, and maybe, you know, whatever, it could go down uh-huh. all the time, is that image of them laying on the ice. I know you guys are going to say It's the cover of the DVD, too. Uh-huh. The yeah. crack in the ice, oh, perfectly yeah. framed with them laying. Which is a crack in the ice that had happened right before they started filming where mm-hmm. an airplane had crashed. Wait, what? I'm what? assuming a biplane. Wait, wait, say it again. Yeah. What? That crack in the ice, uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's a real crack in the ice. Oh, no that way. happened oh, wow. right before they started filming. Because an like they weren't there, but it just happens. That I think they were there. They knew about and how like that a happened. Shitty, no, like oh, okay, one of like okay. a one passenger, like yeah, little, little zip plane, right? Like ate shit right there, crop plane, and crack, yeah. crack the ice. Wow, because it looks fake. That looks oh, like yeah. a, like a digital. It looks crack, but yeah. you're right. It does look awesome. It's a and it makes shot, that's why yeah. I think because that scene and, and we're skipping around like crazy, but who cares? Yeah, yeah. That scene uh, is so beautiful and so tender and so nice mm-hmm. that to me the scariest scene. Is when they're lying on the ice and she slides mm. away from him. Oh like, right, she, and you see her like so scary looking, yeah, being pulled away, like yeah. just freaky looking. Look, even could, the look on her face of like, well, here I go. Like this is this is really scary, yeah. right? And, and you it's can even really go, good. I love the way she walks away from Patrick on the ice. She, yeah, the way you, you have like, to walk on ice, like skating, right? Yeah. But she's but so good at getting away from That was such like a rapey moment right there. Yeah. Uh, that ugh, part yeah. where Patrick and her are laying on the ice. Uh, and he's well, basically he's, saying he what Jim He repeats exactly yeah, the word, word for word. Yeah. And he says it, even his cadence, like the way Jim Carrey says it, sounds so sincere yeah. and so beautiful. Right. And then the way that Patrick says it, <laughs> it sounds like so yeah. crap and yeah. shitty. Like somebody reading a teleprompter. That's how he said it. And that right. obviously is what prompts her to run away, right? She's like, wait a minute. This is well, yeah. weird. Like, yeah, yeah. Because that's where it's stuck around. That's stuck around in her mind, yeah. Uh, and so, like, this stuff is interesting to me, these kind of scenes. So they're in the woods, and she's telling... Well, didn't really happen. Mind. These aren't really... These aren't right, really they're memories. hiding in the woods, and she's telling him to wake up. And he's trying real hard. <laughs> and that's why I don't think these are real... Like, this is not her... This could be who she really is, maybe, like, mm-hmm. on a very just surface level. Right. Without his interpretations. Where he's, like, bringing her along. But these aren't real memories that he's trying to erase. Right. You're trying to hide still. They're right, right, right. She's now acting independent of anything he ever saw her do. Exactly. Yeah, she's, right. he's, she's, she's seeing more positive things about her, actually. She's still almost, a, con- um, a yeah. construct of his mind. She does, she does act in she's a construct, only, but in the his, in only best like, his yeah, best interest. Best interest. There you go. Yep. Yep. Which, um, she's a pretty girl, for sure. Which, like, makes But this, she yeah. looks beautiful in but the But they play it down. Scenes. They kind of play it down, though, I, too, right? I disagree. Way. I think that her... I think I know what you mean. Like the hair, like the over-the-top She hair doesn't stuff. look gorgeous. She mm. looks like a... like how Normal. A, she looks normal. super hot... In real life, she would, <laughs> that's how she would really look like. Right. Like, I don't think, like, a... Like a Ball Calm gown. down there, Patrick. Hey, man. <laughs> I, didn't, I, don't have, I don't have that's a map. Fun. I'll take the long way around. <laughs> Um, but that's why the hair thing, I think, is like 
it plays to the it's almost obvious too because of the changing of colors not that they have to reflect like every mood she's in Mm -hmm. but just from a character perspective that she's so kind of flighty and like all over the place that she has to like change her hair and then we hear him say later that he was saying on the tape with her in the same room at the very end of the movie, uh-huh. which is really the beginning of their new relationship. Yeah, he yeah he says, he says like, like oh it's a color. fucking it's a fucking well, sham think, like it's such a lie like what she's trying. I don't to do know how it. much of the hair color. Now I've known people who change their hair color mm-hmm. that, that often too, so I that too. definitely happens. No, no, for sure. But yeah. uh, I don't. I want to say that maybe to a certain extent, uh, it helps for continuity. Oh no, yeah, it's definitely times there where you're like, oh, she's got purple hair. I mean, that's what that might be its purpose. No, no, there's, there's a lot of different purposes, to I think. To speak to her character, obviously, but, yeah, definitely to to speak to, you know, or to help the, the, the viewer follow what's happening. Right, right. No, and it's fine. Yeah, it's a now, fine choice. Now, here's a, here's a really... Oh, um, can I add one more oh, thing yeah, to that? Oh, yeah, go for it. Sorry, yep. I was just thinking mm-hmm. of this. So, like, I also think it adds, because they did they purposely, and this could have been in Charlie, I'm sure it's in Charlie Kaufman's script, that Clementine probably doesn't look, I don't think she's ever even called probably beautiful, but she's and, and they've never they made it a purpose in this movie to make sure she's not stereotypically beautiful or a sought after person. Oh, like okay. She needs to be flawed. Don't you agree? Like uh, that, yeah. They could have cast this completely different. They could have not done the hair thing. Imagine though how like unimpactful that would have been. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like in a lesser movie, this movie in a lesser maybe director's hands or possibly even a writer's hands. Well, okay, to he do doesn't. But she doesn't. He doesn't say she's beautiful. No, no. But what I'm saying is, that, that as a I viewer, remember, but he does say. He says she's pretty, and he repeats yeah. her. And that's the one. Remember when he says, "Let me keep this one, this one memory. Let me keep it." Right, that's right, That's the right. one where she tells, but, where she tells him the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about yeah, he the wants dolls, that one. and then he tells her that she's pretty. Yeah, yeah. no, no. I, what I'm saying is, from the viewer's point of view, in order to communicate Clementine's character to us and her different traits and attributes, especially through the mind of Jim Carrey, I think it's important that they casted Kate Winslet, mm-hmm. put her in some crazy hair. Made her a little bit crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's making it more believable to me than if it was just like straight up. She's a normal girl from a suburban neighborhood with like just, you know what I'm saying? Like with all these crazy yeah, attributes. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying th- this I mean, depiction of the her story would have been helps drive so everything. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and but not just her. I mean, Joel's mm-hmm. personality too drives the story. Oh, yeah. That he's like a nebbishy kind of like uh, doesn't really stand up for himself or say anything yeah no yeah one of his first lines is like um he can't look girls in the eyes right and that's why well, he fall with, fall so in love with them. falls in love with every well, no, girl that's that's he sees. falls in love with every girl he sees but yeah. he can't even look them in the eye no that's the same no, no, part no. that's the same, no, it's, it's in the same he part. says in the very beginning that he should get he says he's so alone and that Valentine's Day is made by corporations. Yeah, that's connected. That's the along. same. That's the no, same string he of says, scenes. Uh, why do I fall in love with every girl when he gets to the diner? He says the part. That's the same part, though. That's no, the same. Dude. I mean, yeah, it's the part of the thing? same. It's part of the this same. This is the Valentine's yeah, it is thing. Part of the same thing. Yeah, this is the Valentine's thing. And then he says the Why do I fall in love yeah. with girls on the train coming back from? Because he sees. Because he, he sees does. her it, really, at the diner, and then he sees her at the train yeah. station. Yeah, yeah. This is all part of the same. Like it's all yeah the same little. We just sit in his brain for like the first ten minutes of the movie. Exactly, trying to figure out what's going on because there's something weird. There's something weird, but we don't know what. Yeah, but yeah, I, and so yeah, I was saying, as manic as they might make her seem, he's ex- just—he's exactly the opposite, equally to a fault. And exactly. So, no, no, it's a so, perfect yeah, point counterpoint. Both, yeah, they both yeah. push the story. Yeah. in the ways that just, they need to go for sure. Yeah. All I'm just saying is that I think yeah, it just could have been. I think it's just why it's really a really good story. You know, it adds to the. It does. The story. It definitely it's a great does. choice because it's not coming from a just straight up typical like romantic mm-hmm. point of view 
Uh, Mike calls this a chick flick. Um, what do you think, Rob? I mean, it's a romantic comedy in... The Dramedy? Dramedy, yeah, romantic I guess. Dramedy, yeah. Um, I would say that. I guess you could say that's a chick flick, uh, or that's a that's a uh, a genre that is usually meant for chick flicks. Right. If you, But I think when, when you say chick flick, I think you mean a movie that is aimed squarely at women exactly. to watch it, and I don't but think this is the case yeah. here. Dude, if you Google chick flicks, this is usually top five. Okay, that's just <laughs> that's fine. But because uh, it's from the male point of view so much of what we're talking about, I doubt that. Not, even, a, not only know, that, I think it's just yeah. a really I think I think a chick flick is derogatory. I think exactly. a chick flick is lowest common denominator style uh, aim at women. The right. same way, like a dude. Uh, flick would be like uh, I don't know Rambo or yeah no not Rambo's a great movie I know well no yeah I'm saying general dude flick now an Rambo no no yeah Transformer anything Michael Bay or you know like Transformers something like that right that's just like that's lowest common denominator for guys yeah I think chick flick denotes like straight up just real real boring easy like typical not well made right. Uh, and this is not. This is just a movie. This is. I think. Um, I, uh, there's a. I know. There's a movie about a romance, and it's. it's and that's why I think I know what gorgeous. Mike's coming from because it's an interesting idea to say. Does this change the point of view of what a like chick flick could be? You no, know what I, I'm saying? Like, is this yeah, the most yeah, artsy version of like what could be? But at the same if, time, it doesn't come from like it doesn't have all the regular tropes what, of a romance. If somebody said, if somebody like, if some random person, somebody I know on a regular. Uh, basis said what's the best chick flick or name a good chick flick i might say notebook this. i might say this right well, you're more likely just say disregarding notebook. what you're saying like <laughs> and, oh. and uh but yeah. but talking to you guys i don't have to say that this is a chick flick because you guys know movies well enough to yeah know that you don't this need to compartmentalize from that point like of view. yeah like when you said google it that's because <laughs> that's for a bunch of people i'm right, not right, with right. a bunch of i'm talking to film people yeah and so i say we know this isn't a chick flick this right. is just a movie and it's a great film and it's amazing. The other part of what Mike's trying to talk about too is that the idea like you know like the notebook mm-hmm. right is like considered very very chick flickish but right. dudes like it. Dudes, dudes like it. on mm-hmm. the quiet <laughs> kind of on, on the, the quiet. quiet. Right. Well, Nasty maybe not on the quiet. Is that the one but about Hurricane Katrina? Yes. All right. I've no. seen it. Is it? No. I've seen oh, it. I was say no, no, it's it doesn't the wraparound story during Hurricane Katrina? No. The, no, Ryan Gosling. Is that the one where one of them is lying in a coma in a bed, right? No. Yeah. That's not the one? Yeah. There's no coma involved. Yeah, dude. Alzheimer's. Look at the it's coma. Alzheimer's, not coma. There's a big difference. But it's almost like she's in a coma. <laughs> Is she in a hospital in a bed? Yes. And he's reading the notebook to her, right? Yes. Outside the window is goddamn Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yes. That. They're evacuating the hospital. I did not know that. I've only seen it once, too. <laughs> That wasn't Sheesh. important in, them, in terms of the movie. I'm gonna apparently that not. Up yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I just wanted to know if that's the one that I'm, we're talking about. There's a whole about. comment about like racial and prejudice in the notebook that we don't even know. Oh, no, I know. Something going on outside the window. I, Black people are suffering while no. the white people read books to each other. That's that, what's, that, what's that person called? Let's go on a tangent. What's that mm-hmm. person called that makes those movies? Oh, that's Nick. Um, that's actually Cassavetti's son, Nick Cassavetti's, that made that movie. No, no, no. The writer. But, of the notebook? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Writes all those movies. Oh, Nick Hornsby? No. Like no. How no. dare oh, you? Wait. Oh. Nick Hornsby's high fidelity oh, but, about yeah, but a that's boy. Still like, Nicholas Sparks, bro. Nicholas Sparks, oh, okay, that's his okay. name. Oh, dare know. you. Um, yeah. I feel like I was kind of Keep those movies. So, so much better. I don't know the other ones, though. But. Uh, uh, shoot. Now you now. Uh, yeah, I remember now. Tangent? Uh, he's oh. usually got 
I guess, like a little twist on each of his movies. And I only know this mostly from like how did this get made or the flop house and stuff like that. Hearing uh, what their movies are about. Right. Was there a crazy twist in the notebook? Um was the crazy twist know. Hurricane Katrina? <laughs> Everything I'm no. looking at says it has nothing to do with Hurricane Katrina. I think you might just be because there's a storm going on outside. Maybe. Yeah. I swear to God, I've 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 read it before, but but you know what? Who cares? Yeah. Tangent over. Tangent over. Engage. Uh, who else? Who else is in this movie? Okay, We've so talked about uh, everybody. I think Kristen Dunst. I really like in this movie. Yeah, too. I know a lot of. She gets a lot of crap, man. I'm not. I know, and that's not. I like. Kristen yeah, Dunst. yeah. I don't Mike, think she's amazing, but she's charming enough. She was like a me- melancholy. Would change my mind on her too. Have oh, you seen I haven't movie? seen Macaulay. But, no. Uh, I, I, I should that. see it. No, Mike. You, yeah, you probably shouldn't because I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, your, not your cup of tea. But that's fine. But what I'm saying is, she has depth. She has definite depth, and in this movie, I think you start to see that. I think this might have been. Maybe the first movie she made that wasn't like a straight up typical romantic comedy or whatever. And yeah, her character when she's high, dude, that shit is hilarious. Oh yeah, I'm hungry. Like, a, oh goes, no, don't do that. Or his, his brain is gonna be all yeah. gooey, mm, yeah, gooey. Mm, gooey. I'm hungry. No, no, she's a good time. She's yeah. really fun during, and 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 it is such a bummer for like because Ruffalo's nice and everybody likes him and he's really easy to you know to. To follow as a character, right. she doesn't seem to be doing anything evil like everyone else. No, and in fact, uh, she's actually like the one who's be, trying to be honest and realizes like this shit is fucking so not it's, right. So it seems like they're having a decent time together, mm-hmm. and then you see her start to like skew towards talking about the doctor. Yeah, right. And then you right. just see his face fall. Yeah, yeah. Like he just, <laughs> it's yeah. And that's where bummer. she's like asking him, you know, and like she's like, "Oh, I suspected things just like one time because you were by his car." Or yeah. But um, but, yeah. but then he did, went away, and then they started dating, and he thought. But at that the end, over. ultimately, she doesn't right. Like it's done, right? Oh yeah, that's very, done. very she's end. done with both. Of them. Yeah, she's out. She's yeah. She's and that's what's me. funny to me when you think about like so her whole thing with the doctor led to her breaking down the entire thing and blowing the whole thing oh, yeah. up. Yeah. Because of the doctor who created so, the things. So thing, do you feel you know bad? Do you feel bad about the lady who's going to remember her dog now? Wait, no. Remember the waiting oh, room? Yeah. The waiting oh, yeah, room. Right. Like weird <laughs> yeah, she got like a dog bone and a dog, a dog treat dish, and a yeah. dog. Yeah. That was funny. All right. Oh, I wanted to talk about this, and this is probably one of the deepest parts of the movie. Oh, the childhood the, shit. Where he tells her, Hide me somewhere deep. Hide me mm-hmm. in shame. Right. And he right. his immediate thought is to take her to being caught masturbating. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is funny. Which yeah. is really funny. Yeah. Uh and then um and then, and the, then the next thing that she stuff. go that they go to do is um there he he I guess these kids convinced him to smash a bird a, a bird <laughs> a dead bird who was, was already it dead, dead or was it already dead or dying or dying yeah something there was something related smash to it with dumb a hammer kids shit. and it just a, the yeah. yelling the kids just i've seen that before the like yeah. the kids Peer just, pressure of just overpowering mentally one four on one. one kid yeah and then this little girl comes by and saves him is that a yeah. real little girl or or yeah, it's is, a real little girl. So he remembers she's just taking the place yeah. of a girl. Their it's like when she took the place of the neighbor when he's under the table. Oh, right, right, right. Exactly, yeah. He and just then put it placing she her in the sti- store. She this steals them. Both of them <laughs> in, dressed as adults in their little kid clothes oh, yeah. is the best. Dude, yeah. Ever. No, specifically when it fades to the, the future. Uh-huh. Of that, which seems like a bad memory because his whole home life was well, he supposedly goes, destroyed or he disappeared. Goes to, he takes her and they play like a smothering game. 
Which yeah. is weird. Super but weird. That disturbed me a lot. But they play <laughs> that later. They play that as adults. Yeah, yeah. But then when you see him on his little... Oh, dude, yeah, I love that. The bike, uh, when he rides away with his his little cape on. Oh, God. Oh, the scene comes right after that. They play oh, the they, smothering oh, game. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. even realize that. You're yeah, they right. totally play the smothering game and he grabs her boobs. So is this still connected to that memory? So therefore it's... And I love the fact that she goes... Different. That she... That she she gets mad that he couldn't last longer as a fake dead person. Right, yeah. <laughs> She's, yeah. It's such a – it speaks to such a like this is a game that they've developed. You know, like yeah, right. this is the 100th time they've done this. <laughs> right. And they're like – they're like this is – this is they, there's – it's kind of like in TV shows like uh, – what's that TV show? Uh, New Girl or uh, there's another TV show that I think uh, – oh, um, oh, Happy Endings. No, no, no. Uh, Wait, what's uh, the, I love Happy Endings. No, no, no. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Where uh, they have oh, a game they play, oh, okay. and they never tell you the rules, but they all seem to know what's going on. Yeah. Like a slaps giving. I guess they do give rules, though, for that. No, no, no. The really. true American, I'm thinking, in uh, oh, oh, oh. In, in Yeah, you New can't Girl. step on the floor. There's, all, there's the a lava. million yeah, yeah. rules, and you don't know yeah. what they are. <laughs> right. And, they, right. and it's such a... It's such just a, in jokes speaks between friends. To, in, it speaks yeah. to how that show came down a little bit. Right. In that now they always have a character who's like, I don't know what's happening. Right. It's like, yeah, that's the how would joke. You know? yeah, that's yeah. the joke. We don't mm-hmm. need a character to be like, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, I don't that's know. I, that, it's moments like that that make this really sweet and really realistic. Dude, yeah. and they, I just realized in this too, the awesome progression between all those moments when they're running away within the dreams together mm-hmm. or the memories, and they end up back where they first met mm-hmm. on the beach. Yeah. But it's snowing, so it's this, like, very surreal – because obviously you don't see a beach with snow very much. Mm. So I like the idea of the placement of this within this uh, weather sure. because of the – what? I was going to say, I'm sure you could see beaches with snow a lot. No, no, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, the idea of it snowing at a beach and running on a beach – I mean, a, a, yeah, a beach that has snow on it is such a – It's a, well, cra- it's it's a, a surreal cool, idea. It's a cool it's visual. From a surreal it's a cool idea. California kid, like. If we ever went to the beach in New York, I'm sure we would have seen it. Right, of course. I know, I, but, but nobody does it, that it's Nobody cool, does it. It's I agree not a that thing. it's a cool vid- yeah, visual. Yeah. If you sure. see the beach in a movie or whatever, yeah. it's because it's the beach. Yeah, it's not because mm-hmm. it's going to be winter there. So that, then when they go and it progresses to them going in the house, that's like a whole other thing. Remember? Because of the oh, yeah. whole thing, how he left oh, her the first time they met. It, oh, Remember? They man. That by itself is a story. By yeah, exactly. their time. It's like a short story. It's like a short film. The day they met could have been an entire movie. But like, you know what I'm talking about? this. A... But the specific part of uh, them retelling the thing of, like, breaking into that house. Oh, yeah. When he goes, why did you leave? Out and running why away. You, yeah. Like, and then she's like, like would you have you stayed? said, so go. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, he was oh, being literal. So yeah. Good. Yeah. But it's then, so like, good. realizing that if he did stay even in that moment, mm-hmm. within that fake dream, he could have made it all right or whatever, you know? Yeah. Or did, or did you know? But, he's, but as you see it crumbling. What, yeah, yeah. He says he can't stay because he didn't. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, then at least say goodbye. Right. And, and this then where, that's... This is where it comes back to Mike's Inception thing. So uh-huh. remember, because within those worlds, you're seeing dreams and things crumble around things mm-hmm. that he, they've created. And then that house we see in the same way, yeah. crumbling to the ground, you know, in the snow. Yeah. It's great, man. It's just very powerful shit. It's, it's, uh, it's 100% amazing. Um, well, here's the question I have. Because, yes. like, I've seen this movie maybe... Elephant. 15 times or more. <laughs> yeah. Um... Would you say it's the visual or the writing that makes this movie so great? Yes. It's the comp. <laughs> yeah. Is it this or this? Yes. 
everything. I agree. No, it's both. It's the combination. It's I think yeah. of both. Yeah. And it's the performances. And it's because, uh, you know, a it's, lot of it's ad lib. Oh, that's what I was going to ask earlier. Oh, like Charlie improv, Kaufman right? tells improv? a great story, uh-huh. but their chemistry adds a lot to it. Not just them. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this, in this movie does a great job. They had, there's a lot of improv in it. They mm-hmm. were they were encouraged to try different things. Like when specifically uh, between Clementine and Joel, specifically right? yeah, them yeah. too. But yeah. everybody was encouraged. Okay. Uh, Clementine punches him on the on the on the train. The the and quote, the shoulder. Quote, yeah. First time they met. Right. Uh, right. That was all her. That was just her deciding. I think I would punch him. This right is good now. for the character. Yeah, and yeah. She punches him, and his reaction is real. Goes, <laughs> it's like a genuine. Yeah, like yeah, it didn't yeah, hurt. What the fuck. It didn't oh, hurt. It's so but good. It was just like, yeah. It was a pleasantly surprised. So, okay, like, I'm sorry, but you were making a larger point, Mike? I don't remember. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, I have another very important thing to talk about. Oh, okay, go. Are you sure? <laughs> well, no, I didn't You remembered it? Well, no, it was different because I was asking go. if it was the visual or the writing. But if most of it was improvised, then it's not really the writing. No, 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 the storytelling. The story was written by uh, Charlie Kaufman, and the story is amazing. Yeah. The acting is amazing, and it's uh, extra amazing because of the improv in it. The visual storytelling is amazing because Michel Gondry is amazing, and, the, and he can really – he can do a yeah. lot with this world twisting around inside of a mind. Yeah, so I guarantee, like, if yeah. you read this script, it was taken next level – in terms of the mood between the script and the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even though Charlie Kaufman could have wrote, like, a lot of stuff, like, oh, scenes start to disappear behind him, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's like, how do you fit, how do you do that? Yeah. And then also make it, like, practical. I bet you, like, too. Michelle Gondry did stuff that Charlie Kaufman, Kaufman probably saw and went, holy crap, that's you would, amazing. Like, yeah, you made yeah. this, like, so much better. Right. Yeah. Like, how did yeah. you even think of this? Right. Like, right. how did your imagination come up with this visual nonsense? So that's why I think if they didn't make this movie when they made it, let's say they made this movie this year. Mm-hmm. And Charlie Kaufman directed it. It's not as good a movie. I guarantee, like even like from the Charlie Kaufman, probably wouldn't right. have been like handheld because you know a lot of this movie is like a documentary style, mm-hmm. which I think helps a- immensely in terms yeah. of like the uh, well, it's, it, memories and stuff. I, I feel like a documentary like style lends to how, what a memory looks like. Nobody exactly. remembers things filmed. Right? They remember it like a sh- like an over the shoulder camera kind of. You know exactly. Like, exactly. No, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, yeah. When you ask what makes this great. All of it. All of it makes this great. It just—it's a perfect, yeah, perfect storm of of all talents of, 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 of at the peak of all talents. I, uh, of brilliant editing too. Great editing. Yeah, the editing throughout is the movie. spectacular. And uh, and one thing, that, one big point that I wanted to talk about uh, the mm. music. The music yeah. is freaking amazing. I can this honestly say that. Soundtrack. Oh, you're a, you're. First of all, everybody's used Mr. Blue Sky at this point for their movies by mm. uh, by uh, the Electric Light Orchestra. Where was that? This was uh, that was in the trailer. That oh, was that's right. It was in the trailer. Right? Yeah. Was it not in the movie? I don't think so. Because I I was thinking like you were thinking because I I, I remember from the just from the beginning like uh, the Beck song right that's the, the Beck, first okay. song but, but, the yeah, title that, track song everybody's got to uh, learn sometime yeah which is awesome too Whoa. I was gonna say in the context of that song at the yeah. beginning of the movie oh, yeah. it's so perfect because then he throws it out the window and mm-hmm. it cuts it off and we don't hear that song again until the end of the movie where it takes on a completely where, different meaning exactly yeah exactly oh it's brilliant exactly and, it's perfect and, and yeah. then Beck's Beck's voice for that is perfect it's, it's yeah melancholia the, with the, like the, the yeah the, mm-hmm. the 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 verses are so full of heartbreak. Yeah. And voice cracks and just and right. then and then the, you get to the chorus that's yeah. just like repeats the same but it's like, very melodic like a mantra and, mm-hmm, yeah it's mm-hmm. very like 
It is a mantra. It's, you're right. Because it's, it's like a thing to be repeated. It's or so, recalled. it's so, it's such a perfect song for this kind of story. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, uh, the score is by John Bryan. But I have to agree with Mike. Like, when I thought back about this movie, I thought I was going to remember the music more because I consciously was like, well, yeah, you're always I don't remember. about music. No, I, no, no. But this is more score than just straight up, like, pop music. No, no, that's what I'm talking about. Be. You remember music um, way better than me. Yeah, but in this movie, I think it, I don't know how much it, ultimately is like i don't know if it elevates it like immensely. i disagree i love i love the music in this and i think john, it, I mean, obviously john it fits bryan, in good it doesn't have to call attention to itself to be good so john bryan uh is is involved in at least three movies with amazing scores it's this it's oh, magnolia punch drunk and club. it's punch drunk club yeah and i think that he's like he's perfect for uh for he's, telling no, a story that that's gonna reach real deep inside of you and like stir around the stuff that you don't really tap into that often. And I don't know, it's perfect. In terms of, yeah, in terms of who, who's writing and who's directing this, in terms of like like-minded sensibilities, yeah. there, he's the perfect, perfect fit. I couldn't think of anybody else. Right. Who's like, cause like John Bryan also is not like a necessarily just a music uh, scoring right. composer, right? He's a musician. Oh yeah, yeah. You can He's go see him a... here at the in Los Angeles at the Largo at the Coronet. Every I've, I've done that in New York. Did yeah. I tell you wow. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sponsored by that? I did that in New York. <laughs> no, that, that's not. That's more so just. But no, he has, and he had constantly has great he, musicians on on hand, and even to pro- help him. He produced um, Fiona Apple record mm-hmm. recently. Yeah, yeah. She's um, often at the, so at the shows at his shows helping him out. Oh, that's funny. That's yeah, funny. yeah. She'll pop in and do a set with him. Oh yeah, I don't remember who if I saw um, anybody that when he, I went. He'll have like Amy Mann, obviously, because of their connection through Magnolia. Mm, uh, yeah, oh yeah, she I can will see that. pop in. I can and see that do for stuff, sure uh, with him. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he's and like I said, uh, Punch Drunk Love uh, has such a bought great, that soundtrack. great soundtrack. I bought that one. Um, I don't came even out think I've ever it. finished Punk Drunk Love. That's all what? Right. No, no, let him. That's okay. But if Some we do that one, un- which we should do that at some point. Maybe, oh, hell yeah. I would love to do that. Movie. And Mike's yeah. not allowed to be uh. on that on that episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not because I didn't like it. I just uh, haven't finished it. Oh, no, I would like very Mike good. to finish you it. Should, you, should, you should finish it. It's very, very good it, at all. In general, Mike, though, you're not like a P.T. Anderson I fucking guy, right? hate that dude. Are you really? serious? No, Why? No, I don't hate him. Okay. Yeah. He's not a big fan. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so you guys always think I hate everything, so I can just you know play why? along with it. Because you say I hate him. <laughs> That's why I think you hate things. <laughs> there are very few directors I hate. I'm just, Michael I'm just... Bay is one. Everybody knows I shit on that dude. Yeah, right. That's easy. <laughs> but And um, uh, Tarantino, I don't really hate Paul him. Paul W.S. Anderson? He's close. Nah, I don't even hate him. No. No, but I know, I, I know. Those I mean, they're like hack directors, but I guess I. I liked the first uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, I liked that. It was okay. Yeah, so like the rest of them were all shit, but at least he did one, right? Right. I, I mean, mean, at some point he was just taking money. So. Sure. Are you talking I mean, about can't hold that against him. Paul W. Sanderson. Oh, I think you said Paul. Tom- I was like, you did not direct Resident Evil. I always, I always <laughs> you do that on purpose. To, yeah, like, I always English? slip yeah. that through and see if anybody <laughs> bites. Um, see, I knew what you were talking about. So what? Yeah, Oliver Stone. I've met him in person. He's super weird. He, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody we had like this opinion. super weird encounter in this like super small bathroom because his office is at this office I was working at, and uh, there's no bathrooms in the offices. What? So it was like communal bathrooms in the hallways. Right. So you have to leave a lot your of offices. Office. Are like that, I guess. That's well, no, no, no. Like, strange. you have your own office section. Right? right. Yeah, yeah. And then you leave your office, and it's like this outside area, yeah, yeah, courtyard. Yeah, and then that. In, the, in that area, there's a, little bathroom that everyone yeah. i guess it's not sections. little but yeah 
<laughs> no, dude, it's like little a little miniature bathroom. You well, no, these bathrooms are just like a stall and a urinal. So, anyways, you yeah, and yeah. Oliver Stone going to a bathroom. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and it was weird because, well, like, you guys were going in and out at the same time. Right, one was no, we were both going, going at the same time. Like, I, oh. I saw him and I was like, oh, crap, it's Oliver Stone, but I didn't say anything. Yeah. Like, Whatever, I'm going to the bathroom. So, I yeah. opened the door and then I realized he's going in too. And we had this, like, awkward moment where we both were trying to go for the urinal. Oh, you can uh, have that. And then he was like, no, 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 go ahead. I was like, cool. And then. We're like, you know how you don't talk in a bathroom? Yeah. He started asking me questions. We were both peeing. I think he said it was one stall, one, uh... One toilet, one urinal. Why is he talking? Oh, he's waiting behind you? No, like, he went to the you? toilet. I went to oh, the I see urinal. Oh, I see He started okay. talking, free, and I was like, that's Free peeing weird. into the toilet. That's uh, okay. weird, dude. <laughs> I was like, why are you talking dude, to me in the bathroom? Okay, this is so fun. <laughs> this is what... Well, I would have loved that, by the way, but... That's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, dude, you told me a Jeff Goldblum story, too. Uh, that, that, one's, that one's weirder. That's in the bathroom, too, that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What's with you in the bathroom? Welcome to Celebrities in Bathrooms <laughs> Podcast. Drinking coffee. Oh, yeah. but at that same office, it was right after uh, Hulk came out. Do you guys remember that? The one yeah. with uh, Edward Burton or Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, right, yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but he, like, took control over the editing process and no, everything I like that. I didn't know that. Who did? Edward Norton. He okay. like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. like took over. That. That like, no one else had more power because they were scared because I think yeah. too it wasn't coming out good. Well, so, so I think he felt like yeah. Okay, but anyway. when I worked in this building, uh, actually, I used to see like I said, I saw Oliver Stone all the time. But Edward Norton was there, and that's where they were editing that movie. Yeah, and like maybe once a week, you'd hear like something break, and then <laughs> just him cussing. And it was him yeah. throwing shit. Like, he'd open the door and throw a chair out uh. and then tell the editor to go fuck themselves to get out. And then you just hear him yelling at the top of his young lungs at people. Ugh. And oh, I remember, Jesus. like, that was the other only other moment I had with Oliver's Snow where we both came out on the balcony and we were just watching Edward Norton <laughs> freak out. <laughs> and we, like, had that moment where you look over at somebody and you're like, this dude's crazy. Yeah. You know? Like, I thought I was crazy, too. That's, That's funny. funny. All right. Alright, I think so, we're, uh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. So I dude. think everybody recommends. Oh, quick question. Yes. Okay. Quick, quick question. Yeah. Just, just very plain. Is this Jim Carrey's best dramatic yes. role? Yeah. Okay, agreed. So then agreed. That, that goes with my close. question I had real quick. Okay. Does he Do you have think this would have been better uh, if they had a different actor? Like no, a more no, dramatic no, actor? no, no, no. This is so Jim good that it's a comedy actor physical, going dramatic. It's his, a perfect. And no, thing. not yeah. just that. Yeah. Watch the movie and watch how much of his character is physicality. No, oh, I yeah, agree. Yeah. He's so Jim Carrey is a master of physical, like even when he's quiet, acting, though, and yeah, he even does when he's, like, so the, like, much muted. of the stuff that he's doing mm-hmm. has to do with his. And nobody does exasperation the mm-hmm. way uh, Jim Carrey does. Yeah, and he spends a lot of this movie exasperated. Yeah. So no, Jim Carrey is the perfect choice for this movie. Yeah, he's absolutely great in it. I was going I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say the majestic, but okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I was going to say. I was That's a good movie, though. Fuck? That's a good movie, though. Or number 23. Well, I'm trying to so. think of... Uh, oh, what else? even worse. Has anybody seen Man on the Moon? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Once. I, I don't really... I, I don't remember it. it, but... He was good. Yeah, it was good. That was Truman good, but Show. That's, Truman that's Show is more... the one people... You, like, that's... That's your... Truman that's the one people go next. to. Yeah. Because the most people have seen that. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. That's like, good point. I think that's everybody that's a goes. Good movie, well, dude. Truman that's a Show really is, his, movie. is his good serious movie. Yeah, and I'm like, that's just because that's when the one everyone saw. Nobody, right. nobody saw first... the majestic. Nobody that... saw the number uh... twenty three. They wouldn't say that that's the best one, but nobody saw them. Exactly, but I think Truman Show two was his first dramatic uh, yeah. role after like um, Ace Ventura and all those. Like, no, no, I... no. Majestic was first. Was no. it really? Yeah. I thought I would have said the Truman Show was first, but I... Oh, hold on, wait. 
Nope. No, I think the this Majestic's is out of after. order. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, Majestic's after, I think. Truman because they Show. were still playing on the comedy a lot in Truman Show. Do is it yeah, just it was me? Show. Was I not was I not cultured enough okay. uh in film? Why? Or was Truman Show the fir- one of the first movies where they're like like Mind twist, everybody! Look at how crazy yeah. this no, world is. I know it is, but like, <laughs> but on mainstream, a big grand mainstream scale. wise, I mean, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I'm talking mainstream. I think you're right. What For me, at least, ninety six. Wow, no, really? Ninety nine. Okay. So, 99? what year was being John Malkovich? Yeah, being Same John year. Malkovich was not a mainstream movie, though, wasn't it? Yeah, no, 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 no way. Guaranteed See, there weren't, made, made there weren't like million. grandmas going to watch <laughs> being yeah, right. John Malkovich. Right. It wasn't playing no their way. local m- multiplex in right. Nebraska. See, that movie was before I was a film guy, so the fact that I do- saw it in theaters, I felt like it had to be. No, it was, I don't. I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of I don't even want to say who I think didn't go see it because I mm-hmm. don't want to alienate anybody. But I think <laughs> yeah, I know you're gonna say Joe movie people that can't take Cameron go. Diaz as like a. You know, as super dirty, yeah, nasty also, looking, and living in a cage for a little while. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, no, no, that movie yeah. nobody could handle. It's for good reason that it didn't make that much money. I I like that movie. I still no, like. It, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I think very yeah, smart. But it doesn't surprise me that that's not a movie that everyone was like. Let's go out to the theater and catch no, I think this that was lark. 2001. I think that was like early two thousands because then this this was after that. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was I think being John Malkovich was the first time most of us saw Charlie Kaufman, right? Or knew uh, about Charlie Kaufman. Yeah, I think Human Nature was before that. Right, and that's it. And I, then, think, I, think I think that, that was, was the it. only yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see Human Nature? That's a Ben Affleck movie, right? No, I don't think so. Oh no, I'm confusing that with Forces of Nature, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra Bullock Ben Affleck movie. No, yeah. Uh who was in I think it did. I think I actually ended up seeing it later, it way later. TV before that. So, TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Did you guys see his new movie? I just nope. saw that. Oh, no. Human Nature was after. Being John Malkovich was his first film. Oh, wow. Huh. Oh, yeah, but I think he they had been writing that for like a He had done time. stuff like Get a Life, Trouble with Larry, uh, Misery Loves Company, Dana Carvey Show, Ned and Stacy. He had yeah, done you, stuff like that before. You guys should see his newest movie, the puppet puppet movie, Puppetry. Uh, uh, 3D Animation. Yeah, Anomalisa, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know anything amazing. about it other than Dan, Dan Harmon worked on it. Oh shit! What time? Oh, okay. I don't know. did you guys? Yeah. Did you know? He didn't. Somebody, yeah, they had to get these random other guys to direct it that did that kind of what did animation. What do on it though? I'm looking Dan, at I the Wikipedia page. Oh, the, well, I know Dino Stamatopoulos is one of the producers. That makes sense because yeah, they got the Moral Oral um, uh, animators Moral Oral. to do it. Yeah, so, so good. good. Yeah, so good. So anyway, dark. yeah, you guys should check. You guys should check. <laughs> that yeah, out. okay. It's very artsy. Oh, it though, is, for... and it's produced by Starburns Industries too. Okay, there you go. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow, but yeah, that movie is amazing. Starburns? Yep. That's cool. Do you ever see uh, Dan yeah. Harmon or nope. Starburns himself? <laughs> no. I don't think Mike would even know what, what uh, You have no idea. What you know what else is across the street from me? Machinima. Yeah. Oh, I see that. Yeah. What does that yeah, even mean? They do the little videos right there. That one yep. guy, that one guy. Is, right. Do you ever see that oh. one guy that looks like ah. the dude from uh, Bones? No, I don't even know who you're talking about. You what, on Machinima, uh, ETC? Yeah. The guy with the oh, glasses the, the, the beard. Yeah, yeah. Looks like the dude from Bones, man. Yeah, he looks yeah. like the guy from Bones. You're talking about the nerdy guy yep. from Bones. I was thinking of the like, main guy from Bones. No, no, no. I was like, I don't know. He doesn't remember. look like Angel. Angel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Thank you That's very it. much. Oh, this wait. Awesome. You didn't say if you should see it. Go see it. Oh, go see it. Uh, <laughs> Twitter.com slash down to watch. Oh, I think you meant this movie. I was like, we're talking about that. No, no. I'm saying, I'm just throwing that in. He's supposed to do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm throwing that in at the end there. 
All right. Adios. Bye. Yeah.